It's gonna be a good day If you go the right way You might die quickly Or solve a mystery What adventure will you choose? What would Jerry do? Hey y'all, uh, welcome back to What Would Jerry Do? A Choose Your Own Adventure podcast I'm Chad And I am Eric And we're back Surprise! Surprise! We have another book to read, folks. You guys, can I just say, like, a couple weeks ago, and I know we're, like, way past when this actually happened, but we were down at Pond and Pint um, at the beginning of May. Oh, yes, we Doing a little, uh, emceeing a little live event, if you will. Oh, yes, we did. And I had so much fun. It was a great time. And I love those people. Yeah. And I love, like... The people who were there playing games who got like really into our choose your adventure story. They were a solid story. couple tables who got really excited to come up and make decisions with us. I just remember like this one group of guys who were just like debating the bejesus out of like yeah. the final choice, yes. and I mm-hmm. loved it so much. Yeah, we sat there and giggled. It the was whole just time. like this is exactly what we do like every two weeks, right? He was like, no, man, what's freeze breath going to do? Use the super Your strength. Your super strength's going to be no, better, but the, bro. But the freeze breath, you can, like, shoot icicles in his eyeballs and things so like much that. Fun. Yeah, it was really good. Anyway, it was a blast. We had so much fun. And uh, stay tuned because I think we'll probably do it again sometime. But yeah. we'll, like, blast it all over our oh, everything. It will be blasted. Um, but, yeah, maybe maybe sometime this summer. Yeah. Another uh, City. Yeah. local choose-your-own-adventure night. Because, uh, yeah, that was pretty successful, I think. I loved it. So, uh, you know, onwards and upwards. If you were there, thanks for coming. And yeah, if you weren't, we I'll see you at the next you. one. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Fly in from wherever you are. It's a, you know. Worth it. You, yeah. One, Kansas City, great place get it to or visit. You miss it. it is not a flyover city, it is a destination city, y'all. That's true. And it's two, full of surprises. You could see us in person, which. Yeah. Let's, let's be honest. Who does It's a real treat. Who doesn't want to? It's a real treat. Yeah. You know what else is a treat is uh, this book we're about to read. You know what, man? I think you're right. I'm super stoked about it. Uh, as I have previously said before, I'm a big um, Incan slash, you know, like Southern America, Southern sure. America, yep. South America, whatever. Uh, I'm a big <laughs> fan of all that stuff down there. So uh, we got another sort of um, exciting jungle mystery in store, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, What's it called? It is called, let me tell you what it's called. It is called. Uh-huh. Inca Gold, and that's choose your, choose your Own Adventure book number 20. Ooh, who wrote it? Oh, let me tell you. Jim Beckett. Jim Beckett. Yeah, are we familiar with the Jim Beckett? I don't think so. I don't really feel like we are either, but it's it's book 20, so he was pretty early on in the uh, whole process here. Maybe he listens. Jim, if Threw you listen, like give us a holler, you know? <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, we're reading your book tonight, Jim, so just let us know how we did and if we found the best decisions or if we really right. sucked. <laughs> Uh, or if there's like a special like director's cut of this book or something, <laughs> you know, like yeah, the extended uh, edition. Edition, yeah, that's great. Add a, add another couple endings because we have uh, sixteen to choose from here tonight. Um, so you know, not our mo- no, you know, not the most that we've had to choose from, but not, not right. the least either. I don't think. I know, so. but sometimes the ones where there's not as many like still scare me. Right? How many good ones could there possibly yeah, exactly. be? Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. not too many good endings mm-hmm. and probably a lot of bad ones. Probably. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> so Inca Gold. Uh, yeah, okay. We, we have this great. Like maybe we're on, on like a, a quest to 
find the Inca gold? Or I think I, who knows? maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, well, we're going to have to find out. All right. Well, why don't we uh, come together? I think we as, should. Yeah. Uh, Cherrick. Oh, wow. We were really feeling that one. Woo. I just, that was a good one, you oh, guys. Wow. I'm Are ready. you guys as jazzed as I am right now? <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I'm jazzed. It's my jazzy. Oh, you guys can't oh see him. Gosh. I did they were, it. They were great jazz hands, guys. You have no idea. Uh, okay, so we're going to just uh, jump right in here and go yeah, find some ink and gold. Maybe. Who knows? I hope so. Okay. So many pages that I read. So many pages. But, um, but chocked full of information. Oh, yes. Vivid detail. Much of which I'm sure is incredibly important. So much of it is. And, it, you know, it actually kind of it set up a very intriguing story here. It did. Now, Jim did a good job. He did. A bit wordy. A little bit wordy, but it's fine. You know, like, he's not the only one who we can accuse of being wordy. Deborah. <laughs> uh, okay. So, here. Let's just, uh, let's get into it. Um, so, we are... Uh, a young, oh, what are we? Okay. We're like a computer, we're like, like, imagine if Indiana Jones was alive in the 2000s and very tech savvy. That's nice. us. Okay, yeah. We are, like, we as a, as a young lad have been fascinated with ancient civilizations, right? And, uh, a few years ago, you know, probably when we were like 11, we deciphered the ancient Egyptian tablet, Rondus X. So we're pretty much like a little genius. And as a result, we were awarded the prestigious Youth Archaeologist Research Grant. And so we work with our friend Sally, uh, and our program is designed to analyze highly detailed NASA satellite photos of the Earth's surface in order to detect evidence of ancient ruins hidden beneath desert sands or jungle foliage. Which it does by looking for, like, straight lines. Right. Because, because that's there not something... no straight lines in nature. Right. Like, very rare normally indicates something that was man-made. Precisely. Uh, Sally is in love with, like, the Incas of Peru. That's her jam. Uh, she went to school there when she was young, so she's got a lot of information about it. Um... And we've programmed this high-speed computer um, with all the known Incan building styles and settlement patterns that we know about. And so we, you know, fire up the computer and we scan some photos of the remote jungles in Peru. Uh, and sure enough, you know, we get a hit pretty quick. And we're like, all right. And uh, we look at this thing with a magnifying glass and we're like, oh, wait, we do see something. Like, there is really something there. This computer isn't crazy. Oh, snap. And uh, we get really excited because we think maybe it's the fabled ancient lost city of gold. So, and that just reminded me of like that movie National Treasure 2 starring the uh, Oscar award winning uh, Nicolas yes, Cage. Nicolas Cage, yeah, absolutely. And only in that movie, I think they called it Cibola. Cibola? Yeah. It was also not in South America. No, that was in Mount Rushmore. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Wait, no. Mount Rushmore? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Oh. Mount Rushmore was a cover-up. Okay. It's been a while since I've seen National Treasure 2. Whatever happened to National Treasure 3, people? Oh, 
I like, can't wait. Come on. How many more wonderful Helen, adventures? Helen Mirren was in National yeah, Treasure, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she was a new one. Yeah. yeah. She was like, oh, she was his mom, right? Yeah. And the mom and the dad had like that old uh-huh. flirty, like getting back together vibe. Just fantastic. Such a great film. Oh, and that beautiful German actress. I think she's German. Yep. I can't think of her name right now. Anyway, uh, thanks for that tangent. <laughs> <laughs> so, Anytime I can get on a Nick Cage tangent, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> Doubling down on a Nicholas like Cage. My top, one of my top three favorite actors. <laughs> uh, hey, at least, you know, go you. Uh, okay, so, like, we get really excited. We're like, maybe it's a lost city of gold. And Sally's like, I'm afraid those stories are just old legends. We're like, well, look, we can figure that out for sure. You want to go down to Peru and go check it out for ourselves? And she's like, you're crazy. That place is called Green Hell for a good reason. You know, hundreds <laughs> of explorers have died there. Can't and, wait. Right? And the few who came out were crazy. And then, like, the next paragraph is, so you're flying to Peru. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. There's, you know, like, there's a little bit back and forth. We, we got to convince Sally to come with us. And then we see the shadow oh, outside right. the this door. Is re- yeah, I feel like is, this part is this actually This is definitely important. important. Yeah. Um, and we're like, hey. Because, you know, that's what you say to a shadow that's outside the door. Hey, you! Hey, you! Stop! And uh, so we run out to like just in time to see a man darting down the hallway. And Sally reaches our side, and she's like, I bet it's the same person who uh, burgled our file cabinet last week. And uh, apparently our program is like the envy of a lot of treasure seekers because we've got this awesome equipment to, like, yep. you know, find the stuff super fast. And um, kind of like in National Treasure One, how that other bad guy treasure hunter was trying to follow Nick Cage to have him get all the clues. Yes, it was exactly like that. Get yeah. ready for a lot of National Treasure. Apparently, references. yeah, I am. I'm getting prepared. Yeah, they had some good backstory too. Yeah, yeah. in that boat that exploded in the beginning, <gasps> or that ship. I should yeah. call it a ship. That's that's a proper. The Charlotte. Damn, you remember these? <laughs> you remember these movies, Chad? I think I was like 12 when that one came out, but I loved it. Uh, anyway, so. We were like, oh my goodness, if this person was listening, they know that we've discovered a lead in Peru, but they don't know where exactly it is. So we still got a, a, like, a hand up here and let's prove this program really works. Let's go to Peru. And so sure enough, you know, we do. And we fly into Cusco, Peru, and uh, it's really lovely, snow-capped mountains, blah, 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 setting the stage, you know, Peru. It's amazing. It's beautiful. Whatever. If you've been there, you know. I've been there a couple times. It's amazing. Uh, Sally is like flipping through a book about the Spanish conquistador, Francisco Pizarro, and is like talking about how horribly he treated all of the Incans and slaughtered all of them. And that like the emperor Atahalpa was invited to a banquet, but then he was betrayed. And then they killed Atahalpa before like they brought all of the gold to the conquistadors, which seems really stupid to me. Yeah, like, could you, you not have that? just waited until you get the gold to kill this dude? Like, really? Major oversight. So uh, the people who were bringing the, the Incans who were bringing the gold uh, hid it because they, they had heard that Atahalpa had been murdered. Right. Sure. And so they hid it in this, you know, like uh, ancient. Lost city. Lost city. Uh, yeah, exactly. So. Uh, where was I going with that? Oh, it was never found. Blah, 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 blah. And then we're like, until we came along, that is. Uh, <laughs> we're going to find this lost city of gold. Bazinga, Sally. Yes. And uh, so then, like, we look outside the plane as it's taxiing into the airport, and we see this other uh, jet with a uh, golden puma with emerald mm-hmm. eyes and painted on the nose black. of the jet. Yeah. Oh, yes. Jet. Jet, jet black jet. Yeah. Uh, so 
We're like, whose plane is that? We ask a flight attendant, and she's like, Paul Leducs. She answers as she hurries <gasps> Not by. Not Leduc? Oh, it can't be. No! Uh, we've heard of the eccentric billionaire recluse, Paul Leduc. He's obsessed with collecting the world's greatest art treasures, and he likes hoarding them to himself. Like, he doesn't let anybody else see these things, and that's not very friendly or nice. Nope. Um, so as, as we're kind of watching this jet black jet, uh, we see a familiar-looking man descending the plane steps, and we're like, isn't that Professor Malader? We asked Sally, and she's like, it could be him. It looks like him, but I thought he was still in jail for smuggling art objects out of Egypt. And then she come, like, she gets really serious, right? And she's like, do you think it was Malader who broke into our files? Probably. Maybe that's why he's with Leduc. Probably. They've come to steal the gold! Nailed it, Sally. It's a plot. It's a plot. Um, this plot's afoot. <laughs> if... I don't know why that was so funny, but it was. This plot's afoot. It's afoot. It's afoot. Uh, and we're like, wait a minute, Sally. Let's not jump to conclusions. While we think to ourselves, this is a switch. We're the ones who usually jump to conclusions. Which I laughed about because Eric and I, like, typically jump to a lot of conclusions. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Chad's verbatim response was, preach. <laughs> uh, so we watched some other suspicious man get out of the jet. And they seem to be looking directly at our plane. And as our cab pulls away from the airport, we notice that Malader's henchmen are directly behind us in a car. And we're like, another coincidence? Hmm. I think not. So after we check into our hotel uh, in Soledad, uh, oh no, not yet. We're not in Soledad. We're in Cusco. Okay. Uh, Soledad so, the yes. lost city of gold. Yes. Right. Well, that's kind of where we think it would be. Yes. Right. Um, we could set off right away for Soledad to try and find the place indicated on our computer screen. Yep. But what if Malader is following us? Maybe we should just be a tourist for a little while and throw him off the scent. So we're finally at our choice. Whew. Whew. That's a we, lot of information. Yeah, you know that's right. If we decide to head for Soledad right away, turn to page 12. If we go to Machu Picchu as tourists, turn to page 17. And can I also add that, like, Eric was really, really excited about the fact that it mentioned Machu Picchu. <laughs> I really was. Uh, like, like visibly, like, giddy about it. It 100% changed what I wanted to do for a choice. Like, really? It, like, if it had just okay. been, like, walk me through it. Be a tourist for, like, for a couple of days. Uh -huh. like, I would have been like, ooh, lame, barf. But it says... <laughs> Go to Machu Picchu as a tourist. Like, who doesn't want to go to Machu Picchu? I don't know about you, Chad. That's one place I haven't been. It's always been on my list. My freaking okay. sister's been there. I'm always jealous of her. She does all the cool things. She does do all the she, cool you know, things. She really does. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I want to go see Machu Picchu for sure. And if that, like, if we just take an extra day to see Machu Picchu and pretend to be tourists and hopefully, like, throw the bad guys off of our scent, then maybe it's, like, all for the good. Okay, counterpoint. What if they really did overhear us and they did steal our files like we suspect and they know exactly where we're going and they just like get there first? Okay, but they stole our files the day before we made this discovery from the computer. But then they were listening at the door. Right, but my point is even... And they followed us here. And we're at the airport when we were at the airport and followed us to the hotel. Like, they know more than we probably think they do. I suppose. But I don't know if they would know where to start looking. 
Like, I feel like we're the only ones who have the information of where this actually is. I'm just worried that, like, they'll try to go find it first. Mm -hmm. You know? And, like, we'll miss out on the discovery. Well, that, that but, is, like, if we know fair. that they're following us, you know what I mean? Right. Like, well, I guess even at that point, like, is there much of a point to really pretend like we're tourists for a couple of days? Aren't they just going to, like, follow us for two days and then also get to see Machu Picchu? Well, then, I mean, that's just a bonus for everyone, Chad. And then, you know, and then we go find the lost city and they just keep following us. Like, are they on, like, a timetable? Probably. You think so? Maybe. I don't know. We don't, know, get, all the, we don't know all the ins and outs get here. by the hour. Yeah. I'm just very much like we should just go find the thing that we came mm, here to find. Why don't you you, Chad? Okay. You're not you're gonna, right, like, like, sway me with, like, the, like, allure. Okay. Well, of, let me like, just show you, like, two pictures and then you'll I've be swayed. Seen pictures. <laughs> My friends, Doug and, and Shanna, they went to Machu Picchu for their honeymoon. That's awesome. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I mean, I guess on the one hand, like, Machu Picchu is an ancient city that has been discovered. That'll be and... there when we get back. Yeah, but are we going to go? Sure. Promise. Yeah, yeah whatever. Pinky swear. I don't even believe you. Pinky swear. We'll go when we get back. All right. We better. Once we discover the lost city of gold, we're going to be, like, bazillionaires. Yeah, we don't get murdered first. Well, I think... I trust us. Okay. Well, I'm going to trust you on this one. Young, we're we're going to turn to page tech 12. Savvy Indiana Jones. That's us and our trusty sidekick, Sally. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to go straight for Soledad and uh, turn to page 12. Okay. Sounds good. Well, well, well. Well, the plot definitely thickened. It did, like a good gravy. Like a delicious gravy. I told you we should have gone to Machu Picchu, man. Maybe. Maybe you were right. <laughs> okay. But this is so thrilling anyways. We'll so, catch up. So here's what happens. Uh, Sally calls her friend Maria, who is an old friend from school. Maria, yeah. Maria, Maria. Just like that. Yeah, like that. And... Um, she knows the best way to get from, like, here to Soledad without being followed. We're like, nice. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah. Nice. And uh, so we need to go to Maria's apartment. Maria, I just called a girl named Maria. Okay, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that one as well. Oh, it's a West Side Story. I know man. it's West Side great. Story, but I just love it. I don't know it's, it. It's no, a great it, one. Like, no, in my heart. It's fine. That's about all I know. So, I would keep singing, but... <laughs> okay. Um, so, back to the story. Oh, right. Yeah, that story thing that we do here. Um, so, we're in our hotel room, and we're like, Sal's got a great idea. Um, we're going to take two cabs. One, like, I'll go the opposite direction of Maria's apartment. And then, like, the two dudes have been following us, like, will follow me. And then you can take the cab straight to Maria's, and then we'll meet up there, like, later. Like, I'll circle back. Perf. Right? Solid plan. And, and so we're, okay, oh, we're like, oh, but what about, like, the picture and, like, the map of, like, where we're going? I mean, shouldn't, like, Sally just take it with her? Well, I kind of thought, like, 
we should take one half and they should take one half and like the two halves should never be in the same place at the oh, same time. Oh, like in the movie National Treasure. Like in the movie National Treasure. When, yeah, they're at the, <laughs> the Philadelphia whatnot and they split up and he's got the glasses and she's got that big tube thing with, with the, the Declaration, Declaration of, of Independence. Independence. Yeah, yes. that worked out so well for them. Did they find the treasure? Yeah, but I mean the villain was with them the whole time. <laughs> Oh, anyway, so we decide to stash it in our hotel room. Like after looking for all at all the hiding spots, we stash it behind the bathroom mirror, and we head out. Uh, so we hail a cab and we get in and we look over at the cafe where we saw the two dudes like lingering, mm. um, and they're not there. So we get in the cab and we drive off, and then we look back after a little bit and we see their like dark blue car following yeah. us. Hey. And then we're like, tell the cabbie, we're like, turn here. And we're like, turn there. And like, go this way and go that way. And we're like trying to lose him. And we like get on this like narrow side street. And, uh, and the two dudes, the henchmen, like speed up and like ram the back of our cab. Yeah. And uh, that pisses the cabbie off. And he's like, he's like trying to like speed up and like lose them but they're like right there and like finally he just like stops and he, pushes he just us like out. stops and kicks us out and he's like man this screw is you american it's like this is your problem man like cabbie out and so he leaves, us. he leaves us on like this dirt street right with like the henchmen you know speeding up in their dark blue car right so we make a run for it this has now become an epic foot chase. So we make a run for it, and, like, we, like, run, like, through this, like, little side street, and then we're in, like, this maze of, like, houses. Cue action music. What's, what do they call them? Like, in, uh, they're, like, in, in Rio, and, like, all the houses that are, like, on, the, there's, like, a word for it. I believe you, it. but I, I don't know. There's a definite word. I'll remember it later. The flats. The nope. squatters. Nope. Nope. But it is like that. Yeah. Something along those lines, maybe. <laughs> anyway. I'll definitely... In like 10 minutes. The cubes. That's it. Yeah, that has that's, to be it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> the hypercubes. <laughs> Cube four. Hypercube. Anyway. <laughs> um... So yeah, we're around a bunch of shacks. We're running around and shacks. And we, we end up at this edge of a cliff, essentially. Yeah, like, and they're chasing us, and like, you know, things happen, and they're like getting closer, and like one of the tall, the taller of the two, like henchmen, is chasing after us. Yeah. And eventually, like, classic, like movie foot chasing, like trope. Yeah. Like we like get up to like the edge of the cliff. Like suspenseful action music. Yeah, right. And uh, and we look, and it's like super steep, and it's just like gravel and rocks. And man, if you fell down that thing, like you're surely dead. You would tumble to your death. But we're like, but but if we could somehow like, you know, like brace ourselves and like ski break and kind of ski down it almost, like we might be able to survive. Might. Might. So then we, like, look around, like, see what's around us. Mm -hmm. And we see, like, a junker of a car. Like, it's got no doors. Right. But the tires look good. And we think maybe it'll start. Like, we don't even know if it'll start. But Mm -hmm. it might. So we're like, well, we could, like, go for this car and, like, try to drive, like, down this, like, narrow road. Right. 
So that's kind of. Yeah, and then when like we, the tall henchman comes up and he's grinning, oh, and he's, he's twirling grinning because he knows his he has us mustache. like yeah. he knows he has us cornered, yep. right? And we're standing there at the edge of the cliff, and we're kind of like looking behind us at the cliff, and we're kind of like looking to our right at the car, and and that's we need to make a choice we like do. right now. We do. So, if we decide to jump into the car, we turn to page forty-two, and if we decide to risk the cliff, we turn to page twenty-one. I don't know how I feel about the cliff. Okay. I feel like best case scenario, we get to the bottom of this cliff and we're sure. still alive. Yep. Like, what's our plan then? Go to Maria's. Like, there's no way that henchman's following us. Mm, well, He'll, I like, mean, get like, hit his buddy in his car and, like, try to drive down. Right. Exactly. But, like, they're going to know kind of where we end up. But then we can run away. I suppose. But that's like, like even if we get down there alive, or like which kind of other seems like a scenario is like he tries to follow us but isn't as good as we are and ends up like tumbling down and dying. Right, but what if he tumbles down into us and then kills us both? Nah, would never happen. Yeah, not in the movies anyway. Jim wouldn't do that. You don't think so? Nah. Well, we'll see. Way too obvious. Uh, the one thing I don't like about the car is that like it, we don't know if it's going to start or if there's like any keys in there. Um, right. I kind of thought, like, maybe we could push the car down the cliff, but... That's an interesting thought. Increase our chance for survival. I guess, We yeah. can drive let, down it. Let, let the car take the brunt of the of the rocks. <laughs> huh, interesting. Uh, I don't think that's going to be an option, though. Uh, I, I mean, I feel like we should try the car. Okay. I feel like we have more of a chance with the car than with this cliff thing. I don't know. I just, I don't have much faith in, in going down that. I was like leaning cliff, yeah. I guess. Okay. That just seems much more like the action adventure hero thing to do. I don't know. Then like trying this old car that you don't even know if it'll start and like the dude's right there. Yeah, I guess. It doesn't even have door. Like. Well, who needs doors? You just gotta drive you, you don't need doors, but like. It's not like, you know what I mean? It's not like somebody took the doors off their Jeep and it's like a good looking car. You know what I mean? Well, we don't need a good looking car. We just need a getaway car. I'm just saying, like, you don't, like, there's nothing that tells me, like, this car definitely runs. The tires are great. It's got good tires. Would you look at the tires? That's comforting. They're just, they're round and they're perfect, okay? All right, all right. Uh, Well, I'll tell you, I kind of, you kind of gave me that first choice and i'll i'll give you uh, yeah i'll give you this one because i feel like we could go around in circles on this one for a while yeah one of us is gonna have you really, to you really feel like the cliff i feel like that's a better choice really yeah oh for sure oh man i don't for sure. i mean there's part I of mean, me that's like once to try this one, it, like maybe like... we'll come back to it okay Okay. All right. Well, let's jump in the car. All right. We'll jump in the car and, like, see what happens. All right. It's going to be good. All right. It's going to be good. No, yeah. What probably. page are you returning to? Uh, 42. See, 42. That just bodes well. Oh, uh, I guess. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh... uh I'm just going to... I'm going to stay 100% silent here. Yeah, you I just better. Want you... I don't want you. I don't want to peep from you. Nope. Go ahead. So and... here, let me tell you what happened, everybody. Tell it's really exciting. Here. I'll save my comments for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> we run to the car, okay? Uh, and it's then that we notice the front end is held up by a jack, which I feel like would have been important information to know, you know, on the other page, but it's fine. Uh, we push the car with all of our strength, and it falls off the jack and starts coasting down the hill, right? And we jump in just in time. And the tall man sprints toward us, but he can't get a hold of us because we're moving too fast already, and so we zoom past him. And we're picking up speed pretty quickly. So we turn the wheel sharply, and we cut a corner. Uh, the tires are, like, squealing. And uh, we, we come to the next blind corner, and we spot the dark blue car. And as we swerve to avoid it, the man with the shaved head looks at us, and he's like, Oh, my God! It's this kid and he's driving this crazy car uh, he can't believe it's us right we're like yeah mm -hmm. we're out of here sucker can't catch us now and uh, we're barreling along at like 60 miles an hour now and uh, at, like up ahead on this road is a, is a hairpin turn okay it's a hairpin really intense turn and so we're looking for the brake pedal and we're like uh, where is the brake pedal and we steal a look down at the floor and there's no brake pedal, there's no clutch, there's there's nothing. There's nothing down there. It's just like it's just a shell of a car, apparently. It's got great wheels. I'm not wheels. even sure this car has a motor. It probably doesn't, yeah. We're just coasting right now. It's got four really good wheels and nothing else. We have um, a steering wheel, we can steer it. That's true, okay. We got all the wheels, but that's it. <laughs> uh, all five wheels. Yeah, all five wheels. What more do you need? Oh brake. Brake pedal would be great. Uh so there's no way to control this car, and we're zooming too fast to jump out at this point. Also, I'm thinking if we do, we're going to hit one of those shacks, which doesn't sound unpleasant. So as the corner uh, arrives, uh, we crank the wheel with all of our strength. The car flips over and flies off of the cliff, and a thousand feet below is downtown Cusco, our next and last stop. The end. Uh, so... Huh. Uh, the car was not successful, hmm. and Chad's over there with his smug face. Favelas, by the way. For what? Favelas is like the shack things, like in Rio. Favelas? Yeah. I would have never got that. Sorry. That, well, now I know something. Yeah. And I also the know that you know. the car was not a good choice. Also true. So sorry about that. No, that's fine. You know, sometimes you got to learn things the hard way. Gotta take your knocks. I really like, man, he really, I mean, that. I guess that's it, right? He really built up that cliff as, like, super foreboding and, like, you're never going to make it. So, I like, just feel like RAs taught us those, like, those choices where it seems like you definitely should not do that thing is probably definitely the thing that you should do. Hmm. Like, here's the hard, risky option. And, like, here's the, like, seemingly more safe option. But you should definitely always choose the hard risky option and there's some wisdom because it Chad. like pays off better it at least in off. these books well uh there it is uh, you're not uh, wrong thanks for listening yeah so uh we got two choices to go back to and i'm guessing chad does not want to go to machu picchu still no. so uh it looks like we're headed back to going down the cliff which was what page chad it was page 21 okay. but before we dive in there Right. Um, can I just take just a, a short minute? Oh, please do. To remind the folks about a few things, if you don't mind, while you're finding the page. Have a stab. Thanks. Um, so, again, thank you all so much for listening to our podcast. We love you and appreciate you. Um, 
If you haven't already, you can check us out on facebook.com slash cherrypodcast or on Twitter at cherrypodcast. Or if you like read these books or if you're listening and just think that we're full of crap and you want to shoot us an email, you can do that too at cherrypodcast at gmail.com. Um, and you know, we've mentioned the last few episodes, like we're starting to get like known around town a little bit and starting to get, we're making a name for ourselves, you know, and some people are catching, catching notice. Right. So, um, you know, we're getting a few advertisers. Cherrick's making waves. Yeah. So, um, this week's podcast is brought to you, uh, by cheese. So I don't know if you've like heard of this new thing called cheese. It's just cheese. Yeah, no, like cheese. Though. Che- oh, oh, like it's cheese. Like so, you've heard of cheese? I have. Yeah, it's amazing. I haven't tried any of it. Oh, it's spectacular. Man. Yeah, they like take milk and then like sprinkle in some like freaking magic. Okay. And then like dust it in like unicorn farts. No, okay. Right, and then. And then they, like, make this thing, and they call it cheese, and it comes in, like, a million varieties, and they're all delicious. That's cool. Yeah. And, you know, unicorns are pretty rare. I bet a unicorn fart is even, like, more difficult to, like, obtain. Try capturing a unicorn fart. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if I want that job. Anyway, so if if you haven't had cheese, seriously leave your house right now and go get some. It's amazing. Well, there you have it. This episode of Cherrick brought to you by Cheese. And uh, did you have anything else to say? No. No, that's it. Okay. So let's go continue uh, winning at life. Well, now I just want to eat some cheese. Well, here we are again. Here we are. Presented with another choice. Well, can I tell them? I mean, I don't have to tell them what happened. You can gloat. Go ahead. Gloat. Gloat away. Thank you. Gloat. Please just get it over with. I'll just... Just briefly, if you don't mind. Yeah, no, just go. I'm just, I'll just, I'll just sit here and take it. Thanks. It's fine. It's good. I made just, a mistake. It's fine. Um. So we hesitate at the edge of the cliff, and then we are fucking boss. <laughs> like, well said. Skiing down this thing. We, we pretty much own it. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're using our brakes as feet, and we're zigging and we're zagging, and there's like a pile of like. An avalanche of rocks, like, coming down from, like, behind us, right, from, like, in our wake. We and stay we, like, ahead of it. We, like, lose our balance for a minute, but we, like, quickly ride ourselves, and when, and, and we get to the bottom, and we take out on a dead run, just as all this, like, avalanche of rocks comes crashing behind us. Yeah, like, and, we, and, we, and we, like, look up above, and the old evil dude's standing there, and he's not going to follow us down. No, he's just, like... Angry, and that's exactly what Chad said. He's like, "They're not going to follow us down this cliff." No, you'd have to be insane. That's yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy like a fox. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, like we're at the bottom end, we're safe. Yeah, we're at the bottom and we're safe. And we hear the squealing car up up on the cliffs yeah, behind us. Yeah, I like this part. And we, and we turn around and we see the dark blue car with these henchmen squeal around this sharp corner and fly off of the cliff. And like like roll down the cliff. Yeah, and die. like we like hear the crunching of the car as it so hits like, the bottom and rolls they and tumbles. They did exactly what we yeah, did on they, the other bad. They ending. took our ending for us from the previous one. I thought that was pretty clever. That so was, was we hop on this bus, and we really wish this bus would go faster because now we're like really worried about Sally, right? We're like, if these dudes are after us, like we're just like concerned for Sal's safety, right? You know what I mean? Totes. 
And so we get back to the hotel. Is where we said we were going to meet her. And she's waiting for us in the lobby. Like, you know, thank the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. And she has exciting news. Like, before, of course, of course, I'm typical Sally, right? Like, before we can even, like, tell her that we almost died. Right. And, like, all the crazy stuff that happened. Like, she's like, oh, my gosh, let me tell you about my friend Maria. She became a pilot. And she says, and she has her own plane. And she says that we can just, like, parachute right into Soledad. And so, like, you know what? I'm thinking about this. We never did tell Maria about any of this business. We just jumped right into her thing. So, so we're like, we're like, well, you know, we've parachuted in the desert, but like parachuting into a jungle would be yeah, like very different, very different, right? And probably much more treacherous. She's like, yeah, but there's like an open spot, like ten miles away from Soledad, so we could like drop in there and then hike the rest of the way. Ten miles like, bad. Save us, you know, weeks and weeks of hiking, right? Um, we're like, well, us, but we were like, well, there's two rivers that are almost just as close. Like, we could, you know, take one of those two rivers and get just as close, right, as if we would parachute in, which seems safer. And Sally's like, well, hey, thought of that. I'm not a dummy, right? I also can read a map. We know that, Sally. Um... And, and she says, we could drive over the Andes and then take one of the rivers, but she says river travel is really dangerous right now because it's the rainy season, mm-hmm. which just bought, brought back like a lot of bad memories about monsoons. Flashbacks of monsoons. That's like episode two, you guys. So if you're... <laughs> That's the callback that will never die. If you're just jumping in, like, go listen to episode two, about like minute 24, second 35. I think, it's, um, I think it's earlier than that. It's pretty early on in our <laughs> podcast. Anyway. So, uh, so we're talking about this as we, like, walk back up to the room. Yeah. And, you know, debating, like, how we're going to get there. Um, and then, so we reach for our room key, and then we notice that the door to our room is slightly ajar. Dum, dum, dum. We're like, oh, the maid must be in there, right? Like, no big deal. The yes, maid's in there cleaning up. Yeah. So we open the door... And, like, the place has been tossed. Like, furniture's everywhere. Papers are everywhere. And Sally, Sally, here's a quote from the book. Sally says, I think an unmade has been here. And no one laughed. No. That was a terrible joke, Sally. So horrible. I mean, I laughed a little <laughs> bit. It was kind of, I mean, really think about like i would because then i would like if it was me telling the joke then i'd like explain it you're like get it because you said made but it's messy right. so it's, it's like unmade. Unmade. you get it you like no you get it yeah. though right yeah no, yeah yeah, yeah I'm, I'm i'm with you because it was supposed to be clean if she did it but it's messy <laughs> right so it's been it's been unmade, so it's been unmade. yeah yeah it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, a I, good yeah. one i i get it okay thanks yeah <laughs> quote sally so so what do we do we go to the bathroom because we're like well, oh my yeah, gosh that's where we hit our stuff right, yeah right is it still there dear lord you know, did they be. find it but yes definitely like the stuff we hid behind the mirror is still there they did not Woo. find it behind the bathroom mirror great hiding spot us Woo-hoo. so uh so, I mean, and that's all really it says about that. Right. And so and then, then we're like, like, well, okay, well, how do you, you have what go, we need? Yeah. How do you want to go to Soledad? They're like, 
So if you decide to go by air and parachute in, turn to page 46. And if you decide to go by land and water, turn to page 55. Can I tell you what I think we should do? Maria, we have a pilot friend, Maria. Yep. Okay, what do you want to do? No, that. Oh, okay. Like and I me want, too. I want to parachute in. Yeah. Like so much. Like Look, it makes a lot of sense. It does. It really does. I feel like the, the bad dudes will have a much harder time following us. First of all. Oh, good point. If, I didn't think if, of that. If we go by air versus like weeks in a car or on a, or on a boat, like pretty easy to follow. But if we just take this private plane and parachute out into the jungle, like, it's a little bit tricky. I mean, we do have a private jet, I guess, but, like, I don't know. I feel like there, there's less of a people you following us. You can't, like, us. parachute out of a private jet. Well, right, yeah. And, like, so, like, maybe if they follow us, they'll be like, oh, we have found it. And then they have to fly back to the airport, and then they have to, like, drive all the way out there. And by the time that they're there, we're like, we found it. Maybe. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I look. Yeah. I'm 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 game for parachuting. I am I super like, stoked. That is definitely what I wanted to do. Okay, great. No debate here. Simple. Let's easy. do it. All right. All right. So, I'm into it. No, like I'm really starting to get into the story. Just now. Like I was into it before, but now I'm like like super into it. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. We go to the airport in Cusco. And we find Maria's private plane. Maria, we just found your prop plane, Maria. And you will fly us away to the heavenly day of the ancients. Okay, that's really the last time we can do that. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty bad. People are probably getting tired of it. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, they've already turned us off. Um, So we (laughs) fly up in the airplane and we're going over uh, the clearing, which is where we're going to land. Uh... And everything's going to go great. So Maria, like, slows down the plane a little bit. And we, you know, she comes down for us to jump. And we jump out of that airplane. And it's it's us, Sally, and then we have just, like, a parachute of supplies, essentially. Yeah. And we're all going to land in this clearing. Except the gusts of wind blow us away from each other. And uh, we end up somewhere farther away from the Miles. clearing than we would have wanted. And, uh... Like, up above, when we were in the air, the jungle looked like a green blanket. And now, as we approach it, it looks like an angry porcupine. With, like, the trees as the little... Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, yeah, the quills. Perfect. And, uh, yeah, so we, like, crash into the trees, and we uh, we unbuckle our harness, and we drop down to the ground. And we're like, okay, well, I don't know where Sally is or the equipment. I've got some supplies to last me a little bit. Um, but I don't know how I'm going to find her. Like, we should have brought some walkie-talkies or something. Like, we did, but they were in, like, the supply pack. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it implied that we didn't at all. But anyway. I think they were just in, like, the parachute with all the supplies. Well, that's silly. Yeah, we should have had, we should have each had one. What were we thinking? I don't know. We're noobs. Uh, so we're like, okay, well, the best thing to do would be to find the clearing in which we were supposed to land in. Right, like, that's logical. Uh, and then we wander around the jungle for two days. So, uh, we're stuck in the green hell, and we're kind of freaking out a little bit. We're tired of swatting mosquitoes, and we're super sweaty and gross, and we just want to find our friend Sally and discover this freaking ancient Incan uh, city already. Um, And we find a clearing uh, because of these noises. We hear some, like, low rumblings, 
and then a large, or, or, like a large crash, and the, yeah. and the earth kind of trembles, and we're like an earthquake. And we're like, nah, waterfall. Yeah, so we like go toward the noise, and it's actually bulldozers and men who are cutting down the forest, like the jerks that they are. <sighs> um, that reminded me of another movie. Avatar. No, Fern Gully. <laughs> oh, okay, kind of like Avatar. Kind of, but better. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like we go into this clearing and we see the man with the bulldozers and we're thinking, hey, they can help get us back to civilization. Um, but then like something makes us look behind us and standing like right behind us, almost like he, he's a mirage, is an Indian with a painted face and feathers in his straight black hair. He's, he's got like a bow and arrow and he beckons us to come back into the jungle. Uh, but we kind of ignore him and we turn back to the workers and the machines. Um, but then we look back and the Indian holds up a red bandana and we notice that it's Sally's. It's Sally's red bandana. Bum, bum, bum. So we hesitate and the Indian like points to the bulldozers and draws his hand across his throat in a cutting motion. You know, it's not very subtle. Uh, so like we're thinking, does he mean Sally has been killed? Does he mean he'll kill us if we don't go, uh, you know, like with him or is he trying to warn us that the workers will kill us? So what do we do? Uh, if we decide to follow the Indian, we turn to page 64. Mm -hmm. If we decide to approach the men working, we turn to page 77. So we're in a bit of a pickle here. Who do we trust? Chad. I don't trust anybody but myself right now. Been betrayed left and right, this book, I feel like. Yeah, even by me. Um, I kind of feel like we should trust the Indian. Like, that's like my gut reaction like we should trust this like probably like Incan Indian guy I really feel like and I that's think the he's trying to warn us that like the guys who are clearing the rainforest will probably just kill us if they find us because they probably aren't supposed to be there which is also probably what that evil dude with the black jet plane was supposed is probably doing like, he's probably oh. clearing the rainforest illegally. Okay. If there's anything, like, the early 90s taught me is that, like, clearing the rainforest is bad. Right. And so, like, people who are doing it must be bad people. Exactly. For sure. I think that we should 100% trust this Indian. Like, because he's got his like bandana, first of all. A half dozen episodes of Captain Planet was, like, saving the rainforest. Nice. Did he save it? Yeah. Oh, sure. Cool. Did you not watch this cartoon? I no, I did oh not. Oh my gosh, Eric! I've never watched. Everybody Captain out there who's watched Captain Planet, just tweet at Cherry Podcast and tell Eric how much <laughs> you loved it and how great it is. Right, like I'll I can't make wait. sure he sees all of them. Yeah, it's amazing. Hit me with that Captain Planet love. There was five guy. There's five kids, and they had rings. And each of the rings did something, and if they used all the rings at the same time, it summoned Captain Planet. And he would come and save the world? Yeah. From, like, nuclear waste. Or, like, deforestation. Ugh, all those evil things that humans do to the planet. Yeah. We are our own worst enemy. Anyway. So, we should go trust the Indian. I, that's what I think. I don't know if you have a different opinion. I mean, maybe he's Captain Planet in disguise. Doubtful. Captain Planet was like a crystal silvery guy and he wore red underwear. Oh, <laughs> oh. Ooh, that classy red underwear. I like it. 
All right. Well, cool. Let's uh, yeah. Let's let's go. Let's follow the Indian. Okay. He seems like a good guy. Uh, we're gonna turn to page sixty-four. You know, there's always got to be a wrench. There's just a big old wrench that just like gets chucked in the middle of Look, all of I our felt plans. I real good about this until just now. Well, I'm intrigued. Certainly. Okay. So uh, we follow this Indian uh, fellow. Uh, through the thick vegetation. We've dubbed him Cal. That's true. We, I because, guess I can just go ahead and say his name yeah, here. Yeah, because it's a long, like... Calotaxity. Something. something. We like can't that. say yeah, it. It's, it's hard it's to say. It's a lot of words. There's an X in there. You know So we're calling him Cal. His name's Cal. And he leads us through the woods to a uh, fire in a little campground. Uh, and our spirits pick up when we smell the food that's cooking. And we see Sally bent over the fire and we're so happy we embrace each other and um we're like hey did you find the other parachute and she's like yes it fell near me the radio works the equipment's fine all of our food's great um and then we're like look are we near the site are we close to the lost city of gold and she's like yes uh but cal wants us to come to his adopted village he says he'll show us something better than gold and we're like how did you find that out this dude never even talked to me like he wouldn't say a word and then Cal turns and he breaks his silence and he's like, words cannot be trusted with strangers. We were strangers in the jungle. Now we are friends. And that's, you know, very deep and uh -huh. something like that. Sure. And he's like, come with me, my new companions, and you will go to a world that words can never describe. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, if we decide to go with Cal, turn to page 104. And if we decide to search for the lost city of gold, turn to page 57. Like, it almost sounds too good to be true, and it kind of felt a little ominous when I was reading this at the end. He's like, you will go to a world that words can never describe. Kind of sounds like maybe they're going to, like, eat us. Yeah, like, it's real, it's got a real, like, right, like, uh, like, here, I've got this candy, why don't you just come in my van here for a, for a hot not second. Not that we need to t keep talking about episode two. Shangri-La. It's got, like, a real, like, Shangri-La-esque Right. Vibe. Well, yeah, but it's like so, super but cool, it's but also like you're never than that. like you're never coming back from this place. Right. Yeah. Like it's there's just a lot of vagueness in what he's asking us to like trust him to do. And sure, like he says we're friends, but we haven't known him a whole lot. And I guess he's kept Sally well, alive. He could have just for, eaten Sally. Sally's known him for a couple days. That's true. We so should give him the benefit that. of the doubt. We trusted him before. We should. I mean, we shouldn't think that he is out to eat us, but. Uh, we just got to decide, like, are we interested in seeing what Cal has to offer that's better than gold? Or do we continue on our quest to try and find this ancient lost city? We're an archaeologist, right? Right. I feel like we, given the opportunity, would probably go with Cal. Yes. Don't you think? Probably. This also kind of feels like a again like classic ra right like here's here's what you came here for but but that leads you to you know like death and destruction but then you know you have this other choice that maybe actually leads you and makes you learn something and see something really cool and like that that is actually the reason that you came on this journey you just we're didn't on know the, it we're on to you jim yeah yeah we see right through you no, I think we should go with Cal. I'm still skeptical. Like, I got a real uneasy, like, murdery vibe about this. I, you know, not my... a murdery, but like a trapped forever. 
I get that. Never going to leave this place vibe. I think it's worth checking out. There is a lot of me that's kind of sad, though, because I really do want to find this ancient lost city. Maybe right? we will. Still, you don't know. You're right. We don't know. But I'm I'm game for going with Cal. Okay. So we could we still yeah well let's see what happens. Okay. Let's well, go with Cal. We're gonna go with Cal and turning to page one o four. Fuck you, Jim. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. It was great. It was no. It was cheesy and oh, horny it was so and, cheesy. and everything I hoped and dreamed it would be. And it's exactly what we said it was. So cheesy. Uh, yeah. Also, it really seemed like we were tripping balls there for a little while. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we yeah. spoke something in that circle. Okay, so here's what happened. Uh, so we go with Cal, and it's like a couple... I'll spare you the details. It's a couple days' journey. We get to the village where Cal's taking us to. We get there. And, like, there's a bunch of people, and they're excited to see us, and we, like, have some presents, and they're getting preparing for a big feast. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cal kind of motions for us to follow him into a hut where everybody's, like, sitting around a fire and, like, smoke kind of, like, fills the hut and billows out the top. And um, and and there's a child singing and somebody playing the drums and everybody starts, like, swaying back and forth, just like an avatar. Like, picture that. Like the end of Avatar. <laughs> oh, that's right. They're all connected to that tree. They're all, they're all connected, and they're all, like, swaying back and forth, and we're like... Anyway. It's just like that. Just like that. Get that mental image in your head. Okay. But then um, everybody's faces begin to fade away, and and then it's like their reflections and, like, water, but then, like, the water gets, like, disturbed, and then pretty soon you can't even we can't even see anybody's faces at all. Yeah, and we're like over the hut. And we're like, yeah, we're looking down at the village, and we're like over top of the hut, and we're like falling, and we're falling, and we're falling. But then we stop, and we start going up. We start going up. We go up some more, and we realize that we're we're, we're getting a little higher. That we're flying. A little bit, a little bit higher. Yeah, well, we're flying. Yeah, we're flying real high. We're flying high. We're like cruising at like 20,000 feet right now. High as a kite. So, right? Yeah. I just and had it like... It's gonna be a long, long time. <laughs> well, Rocket Man, is yeah. that what you're singing? Yeah. My mind went to Let's Go Fly a Kite with Mary Poppins, <gasps> and it was everything in me to like not belt that out. I don't yeah. know why I refrained, but... I, I feel like Rocket Man's kind of a drug song. God, well, yeah. But actually, it's kind of a song about a man who anyway, lives in like, so we'll space talk about on his that own, later. and it's like he's got. Yeah. We'll talk about the like <laughs> meaning of Rocket Man on our follow-up pod. Yeah, that's our other podcast. Seventies uh, songs and, and like and what readings. they mean. Yeah, some of them are about sex, you guys. <laughs> a After- lot of a lot of them are about sex, you guys. <laughs> Afternoon delight was not like Turkish delight in the land of witch in the wardrobe that you ate in the in the middle of the afternoon. Are you sure? Yep. Oh. Anyway, so we're flying. Like, we're a freaking bird, and we're flying. And we're flying over the whole jungle, and we're flying over the forest, and and we see things. Like, we see, like, we're swooping down over rivers and through the trees, and it's amazing. And then we, like, see these large stones, like, laid out in a geometric pattern. And, like, we don't care about stones, you know? I believe I Because, like, we're a bird. 
Like birds don't care about stones. Not even the shiny yellow stones don't interest us. Stupid stones going So then we like soar above the village by the river and we go into a steep dive at the river and then in the water we see the faces and they become undistorted and we're like back in the hut. Then we're back inside the hut tonight. Um and we see Sally and she's got these like red marks painted on her face and we're like wow like whoa she's like sally's like how was it and we're like freaking incredible man like I, awesome. I was real like i was really really flying i was a bird like at the same he's like but but like at the same time like i felt like i was a part of like everything like i was connected to everything one with the world you know all of it and sally's like yeah same here but i was totally like a deer and uh she says Here's I just kind of want to read the end so because like, like I don't want to I don't want to like where mask the, where the cheese I don't want to mask I don't want to mask the cheese in. okay yeah so like here's like the last three paragraphs which is probably like more than we would like typically quote from the book but don't sue us Jim <laughs> expertly written okay so here here's what she says so uh, we say you know we were flying and she's like I felt that as well I was a deer Sally grins at you and you grin back we took a trip within ourselves. The real adventure is inside us, isn't it? Yes, you say. I guess it doesn't matter if we find the lost city of gold or not, does it? We've gone to our richer kingdom and our imaginations. Or maybe we didn't imagine it. I think I really flew. Cal smiles. He knows that at least on your search you have found joy. A joy from within. The end. So, in an episode brought to you by Cheese, there's the cheese. <laughs> and now we've come full circle. This episode is so cheesy. Uh, so, yeah, we were, like, we were pretty spot on saying, like, you know, we're going to find something better than the Lost City of Gold. And, you know, we pretty much nailed that one. Uh I think ever since, like, Supercomputer, and we're like, I've got a Supercomputer up, up here. here. Like, like no, nah, I'm, yeah, just, I'm like, over, like, like the a, cheesy a endings. A choice like that just, like, lends itself to, to one of those sorts of endings. So, um, there it is. Like, I mean, we had a life-changing experience. I guess we shouldn't, you know, like, bosh that too much. Yeah. You know, we no. we, we got to respect it for what it is, even if it was a little cheesy. What do you think, Eric? I mean, should we... I mean, I am curious enough to go back. I know that it's going to, you know, add some length to our pod here. Uh, and we're really trying to, like, not make them like super long. Like, every time we, have, yeah, we make, like, like, a long podcast, we're like, no, guys, we're going to, yeah, the next time. It's fine. We're like, Eric, Eric's like, Chad, no, really, we're going to make, we're going to try to make them shorter. Yeah. Like, like it's really it, trying it to a make goal them shorter. So, like, not have them be over an hour, but they just, they, I don't know, oh, they're just really the, good we're at. We're just too good at reading these books. Yeah, and we're good at rambling and all sorts of things. Maria! <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> what have okay. I started? Uh, but All no, right. like, I really do want to go back and, like, what? Ten bucks says that, like, we die on this choice. I'll take you up on it. Oh, really? Yeah. Ten bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. A little friendly wager. Yeah. All right. Deal. Here you go. Uh, so we're going to search for, instead of going with Cal. I feel like I'm going to lose this bet. We're going to search for the last city. What page? 57. Okay, good. 56 had a choice on it. 
I lost. Huh. I just made 10 bucks. Yeah. Well, I worked hard for that 10 bucks this weekend, so you better freaking enjoy it, man. Oh, I will. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So we decide to go searching for the lost city of gold. Yeah. And so we say goodbye to Cal, and we hike around for a couple of days, headed in that direction. And eventually, we end up, and we're like getting through the trees, right? And we're like approaching the destination, and we're getting really excited. And we burst through the undergrowth into a clearing, and there are stones ahead of you, uh, of us. A crumbling wall, and it's like man-made. And we drop our packs, and we run. And then we're like, oh, no! And we cr- we're like... We drop to the ground, crushed with disappointment, right? And we just notice that, like, it's just nothing more than a low stone wall that leads nowhere. Like, maybe this was a farm that people, like, used to feed people in the city. Uh-huh. And we're like, are you sure this is the right place, Sally? And she's like, there's no, excuse me, there's no doubt about it. And then we both hear the sound of a plane overhead, and we're like... It's Maria. Maria, I hear a Maria above me. So we scramble for the radio, uh, and then we're like, oh, no, the batteries are dead. Sally. So she's like, I must have left it on. We're like, thanks, Sally. Uh, the plane disappears, and the silence uh, remains. So Sally spreads the food rations out on the ground and is, like, looking at the map. And she's like, well, if we leave now, we got enough food to make it to the river. After that, we've only got about two or three days uh, of supplies. And we're like, but maybe the lost city of gold is nearby. We've come all this way. We should keep searching. Maria might fly over again and drop more food. Who knows? We could live off the land. And uh, our voice reveals how unsure we are about that choice. And we know that we have to make a decision. So here's our decision. Yep. If we decide to get out to safety, turn to page 114. If we decide to continue searching for the lost city of gold, turn to page 115. How many days rations do we have left? Uh, about four, I'd say. Because we got enough to make it to the river, and then we got two or three days after that. I'm sorry, like, don't we have, like, a secret tribe of, like, Indian friends not but five miles away that could help feed us? Um, potentially. Yeah, right? So what you're saying like, is we, we just should keep searching. From there. Here's what I think. This low stone wall that we think is nothing, I think it's everything. Oh, yeah? You don't... You, oh, yeah. Like, well, like it's, like, hidden. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we have to find, it like, looks the like entrance. Wall, it yeah. looks like nothing. Yeah. But it's probably actually, like, where it is. Like, they wouldn't just, like, build a monument to the sky. Right. Well, and this, like, our computer mapped things that were even, like, underground and things, right? I think, well, I don't think underground. Oh, I guess it just said, like, the foliage and under sand and things like that. Okay, well, never mind. But I really think that we are on the verge of finding the lost city. I mean, I'm much more interested in continuing my search than going and trying to get out to, like, safety. Like, if I die. Right. At this point, it's all or nothing. Just... Put me in the batch with everybody else who died in the green hell. Yeah. You know? Or gone crazy or whatever. Right. I'm, I'm going to keep searching. Okay. Well, let's do it. Let's turn to page 115. Okay, y'all. So. This was weird. This was super weird. Um, 
we we wanted to keep searching for the lost city, if you recall. And so, you know, we it's, tried to turn to page 115. It's been, like, a long time for us and, like, two seconds for you. So we tried to turn to one, page 115, and page 115 is, like, an illustration. Yeah. And page 114, like, didn't make any sense with the story. And so, like, like the pages that we were supposed to turn to are, like, totally misnumbered. It is a big, glaring mistake. And so, we, like, we spent several minutes, like, Googling. Yeah. We searched the web. We found a friend. All sorts all of things. All sorts of stuff. I've read the first two sentences of, like, every page of this book. Yeah. Lots of cool stuff we missed out on, by the way. <laughs> um, so, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're just going to take... I did find the page where we should if we wanted to just, like, head home. Um, you know, I found the page that we were supposed to read for that, which was not page 114. It's actually page 66. Oh. So we're going to do that one because I couldn't find like the page that we should have turned to if we wanted to keep searching. Lame. I know. And so I want to, uh, A, finish recording this podcast episode and, uh, B, still give you guys like a good evening and like not leave you hanging out there in space does that make sense so yeah, i mean i feel like we had a, a decent ending we did have but i think let's just see what happens okay. all right we head for home we're just gonna head for home screw this ancient city business and we'll see what happens okay like i know we had a little bit of a mix-up but this this ending kind of took me on an emotional roller coaster dude i thought we were done for yeah yeah. I, I could was, see it on your face. I was like, oh. Well, I had that perfect moment where, like, all you could hear is this. And that's usually where yeah. it says the end. And I was like, oh, man. But. So, but. Okay. So here's what happened. So we set off in the direction of the river as if our lives depend on it, which they may. That's very well does, yes. Um, and we travel for days, right? And, and our decisions become very basic. It's just like. We're trying to just put one foot in front of the other. And in our decisions are things like, should we take our shoes off because the ants are eating us alive inside of our shoes? Or should we leave them on, knowing that if we take them off, the mosquitoes will attack our, you know, naked feet. Mm -hmm. uh, like, this is the level of decision making we're trying to make. You know, this is what we're trying to do. Like, nothing crazy. Just survive. Right. Finally, after days, we make it to the river and somehow manage to construct a crude raft. And we look at our map and we can see that this river flows to the Amazon River. And from there, only about 4,000 miles to the Atlantic Ocean. Woohoo! But we're out of food. We're out of supplies. Sally has malaria. Here's the funny thing. Is that like our radio radio, like the, like you listen to music on radio, the shortwave radio, right. like has batteries and works. But like those batteries don't work in our like two-way like walkie-talkie radios. That's just messed up. So we can hear like everything that's going on in the world, but uh, nobody can, knows anything about us. Yeah. Bummer. Which is just like so lonely like i'm it's just heartbreaking lonely. did i say that sally had malaria i am mr lonely you did 
Yeah, so she has malaria, and we're both super sunburned, and we're, like, we're feverish, right? And we've got bug bites all over us, um, and we're just, like, laying on this raft, and we have no food. Right. We have no energy. And, and we, like, drift. And it says, the last thing you, know, you hear is this British man's voice as you yeah. drift off into unconsciousness. Yeah, we, yeah, we've been drifting in and out of consciousness, and, like, so, oh God, we're it. here, we're you know, we're drifting it. off into, we're drifting off to another spout of unconsciousness hearing... A British man's voice, which we just assume is the BBC radio. Naturally. But uh, we wake up and and we become aware of like voices like talking like at us though. And like it's not we can tell like it's not just the radio. Like we try to open our eyes and things are kind of hazy and we kind of see two faces. And then we we blink our eyes a few times. We realize that like the haze is really a mosquito net. And this, like, blonde-haired man, like, asks if we're okay. And we're like, yeah. And we're like, where's Sally? And, like, she walks up. Like, she's fine. And they explain that they're missionaries at uh, Santa Rosa. Mm. And um, they, like, put us up for a couple days to, like, make sure, like, we get back healthy. And then they put us on a plane, like, back to Cusco and from Cusco back home to America. Oh, yes. And um, we don't, you know, necessarily say that our adventuring days are behind us. But we do say that next time we go on an adventure, we're going to go somewhere cold. Not not the green. The, the green. The green hell. hell. Yeah. So, yeah, the end. That's it. But we survived. And we learn things. Yeah, I'm going to actually write down in this book. I would never, like, write in a book. But you're going to make a note? Yeah, for, like, the next person who wants to read it. That's a good idea. Yeah, that was a, that was a very strange um, change of twist of fate. A simple, simple twist of fate, you might say. Um, while Chad's writing in the book, we are actually going to um, start this new thing at oh, the end fun. of our yeah, podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Uh, and it is called "What Did We Learn?" or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. We're working we're, on yeah, it. Yeah, the jingle's in progress, but it's fine. Uh, we're, yeah, so like instead of just rambling on about the story for like ten minutes or whatever that we normally do, uh, which I'm you know sure is entertaining and all, but uh, we are going to now share with you what we felt like this adventure taught us. Sometimes it might be serious, and, and a lot of time it's probably going to be silly, but potentially. Um, so Chad, do you feel like anything really like stood out to you? That, I'm going like, to like need learned? a minute because honestly okay. I kind of forgot we were doing this. So I didn't sure. like, think of something. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, for me, I would say this goes back to like the first choice we made, like the cliff or the car, right? Like that, oh, sure. that was a big learning moment for me. Like sometimes the decisions that look the most terrifying and that are kind of super risky are really the ones that we need to super embrace because, like, the risks have the greatest rewards and you can't just coast, coast through life <laughs> in a uh, car without doors or brake pedals. Um, and if you do, it's probably not going to end up very well. So, like, go out there, take risks, do things that terrify you, and uh, who knows what good things will come of it. That's super deep. Yeah, I feel like I seriously, like, that was a good reminder for me. I don't feel like I have anything that that's good. Like, I should have gone first. Well, I... I Why didn't I you mean, tell I, me that yours was really good? 
<laughs> I'm not sure what else I could have said. Like, Chad, what did you learn? And you were like, pass. Yeah, but you should have been like, okay, but mine's actually really good. Like, you're going to want to go first because okay. you're not going to want to follow up. Well, this, sorry. This hey, act. Chad, mine was really good, so you should have gone first. But now it's too late, so you can it say is. something. Um, You know, I think I, I'm a little frustrated by the fact that we didn't get to keep searching for the city. Mm, yeah. You know, and maybe that's one thing uh, that I can, uh, like, learn or, like, work on learning is uh, sometimes, like, you do get really frustrated by, like, wanting to be able to do something that you just, like, can't do. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and, I want to be yeah. able to do this thing, and it's and it's all in the world that I want to be able to do. Right. But well, like, and it seems like it's something that you should be able to do, and right? And I should be able to do this thing. Like I set out to do this thing. I'm, I'm capable and equipped of doing this thing. But for whatever reason, like, you know, something like blocks your path or like, you know, choose code doesn't like type the right page numbers in the book. Like, yeah. come on, who was the editor? Like, is that listed? Anyway, <laughs> <coughs> Uh, you know, and you, whatever things get in the way and, and you just need to be able to like, sometimes like pivot and, mm. you know, yeah. do roll, roll with the changes, like do whatever, you know, you're kind of presented with, or I don't know, left, I guess. Like, yeah. don't get hung up on like, I could get really bent out of shape about, we couldn't do the thing that we really wanted to do, but instead we're just like, no, what? Like, let's go do the other thing. Yeah. It'll be great. So it will be maybe great. that's and it was great. I bet if we had kept searching for that city, we would have died. For oh, sure. for sure. Yeah, we would have been toast for sure. And we like nearly died, but like lived. Yeah, and we like lived we, a couple we times. Came out right? the other side. Yeah, I think it was only that first one that I really, you know, yeah, killed well, us. I murdered us. Murdered us pretty I got darn really good. Murdery pretty quick. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, hey, all in all, I would say that that was a pretty successful book. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed, I enjoyed the it. adventure. We Good never job, once Jim. found the lost city, but it's fine. We that, very rarely like set to, out yeah, and that, like that find the thing to, that we're every story is like you're supposed to go find this thing. We're like, cool, let's go do it, and then we never find it. Yeah, no, we're like yeah, one we're time. pretty bad at finding those sorts of things. We're like find out all sorts of other cool stuff. All but. sorts of other cool stuff, and sometimes not so cool. But you know, that's that's the way it goes sometimes. And that's the way it is. And that's the way the cookie crumble. All right. Okay. So we're doing the rambling thing again. There it is. Thanks to our friends who helped make this podcast happen. We Trevor love you. Duber in the Blackberry Review. Thank you. Um, we really appreciate you. Thank you. And as always, I have been Chad. And I have been Eric. And, and we've together been here. We have been as Cherrick. All right, yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, was good. So uh, until next time, y'all, peace, love, and Cherrick, and thank you for listening, as always, and we will catch you on the flip side. Cheers. <laughs>